In our live streams recently, we've been getting a lot of questions about what our buying criteria is as an investment and development group. You know, what we are looking to actively acquire in 2021 and beyond. So, of course, today I felt it would be appropriate for Andy and I to hop on this call and <laughs> bring in your water bottle up. Um, for Andy and you I to hop me. on this call and to just kind of go over, uh, you know, what, one, uh, you know, what areas we're interested in investing in. So, you know, if you want to bring us deals, go look there first. The specific sites that we've done. So we'll show you a couple of the projects uh, that we have done in the last uh, couple of years. Uh, so you can kind of get an idea of the projects that we are looking for. We'll cover the Nashville and Chattanooga zonings so that you know what zonings we like, what we don't like. Um, and we'll show you how to actually find the, the Nashville and Chattanooga zoning tables. We'll leave a, a link in the description below with all of this information, by the way. And also how to present a deal to us. You know, if you want to bring us a deal, uh, there's a, a few things that we have to have in order for us to really even start to dig in and spend our time considering it. So uh, first off, let's dive into uh, the areas. Obviously, we are very interested in Chattanooga, uh, which is really secondary, and Nashville. And so let's, let's talk about Nashville first. I had Chattanooga pulled up already because I, I just pulled that up right before we went live. So in Nashville, there's a very specific area. Um, that we are actually interested in investing in. It's kind of this, it's it's called East Nashville. So if you're looking on a map um, of Nashville, it's just across the river from downtown. And you've got, basically, you're bordered by the interstate on the south and the west side. goes all the way up here. Uh, you're bordered by Briley Parkway on the north. And then you're bordered by the Cumberland River all the way back down to the interstate. So it's this little pocket right here. It's called East Nashville. That's where we've bought uh, a number of projects. Uh, we've developed a number of sites over there. And so that's we're, we're just very familiar with the neighborhood. I mean, most of us on the team actually live over here. Our office is over here. I love this side of town. Um, you know, there's any number of reasons that I could say that we love investing in East Nashville. One, I think that it's undervalued. Two, it's so close to downtown Nashville that it's a no-brainer. You've got two major corridors going up here. So Gallatin Pike, if you find anything on Main Street, which turns into Gallatin Avenue, which turns into Gallatin Pike, we're obviously very interested in that as well as anything that's within the neighborhoods. And then, of course, Dickerson Pike, which is the other major thoroughfare going north and south um, in East Nashville. Uh, you know, the accessibility over here is great. I mean, we probably don't need to dive into – too many reasons as to why I like East Nashville, but we we love it. So, Andy, anything else that we need to touch on as far as this map goes? I mean, look, we are expanding further up into Madison. You can see this right here. This is where Madison is. I would say at the moment we're not going too far north of Old Hickory Boulevard in Madison at the moment, uh, but we are buying a property on Gallatin Pike South. So, yeah, Anything Tyler, else? I would just only add that um, this is obviously our main focus. We would look at something outside of this criteria, but it would have to be kind of a, you know, very, very case by case basis. So if you if you do happen to find something that fits in kind of what our niche is, then we'd happy we'd be happy to look at it in the Nashville area, especially. But um, we we are really trying to dial down on this area. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, it, look, we're not going to not consider anything out of here. Uh, what I will say is, you know, Nashville, anything in Nashville, let's take a look at it. At the moment, if you brought me a project in Birmingham, uh, we, I'd probably just say this isn't going to work for us um, because at the moment we're focused, hyper-focused on Nashville and Chattanooga. So that being said, those two cities, if you want to give, you know, a 30 to 45-minute drive radius of the downtowns there, we'll probably take a look at it. Um, but you know, the, these neighborhoods, especially, uh, let me show you, let's look back at Chattanooga. So Chattanooga, we're, we're very interested in, um, and this map doesn't show all of it, but everything here that's designated urban downtown core and the bend, um, you know, we'll of course look at anything in here. I, I, this is a zoning map. So there's, um, actually some, some different zonings that just aren't being shown. Uh, but I, I, I really like this whole little area. Uh, you know, you've got, I, I, I think we'd also look near the university. This is kind of where the University of Chattanooga, University of Tennessee at Chattanooga is. 
Um, I think we would certainly consider projects over there, but really, really focused on the urban and downtown core of, of the city. So uh, that's it for areas, uh, right? I mean, eventually, you know, we'll start considering everything within a two-hour radius of Nashville. So we'll be looking at Birmingham. We'll be looking at Louisville. We'll be looking at, um, I don't know, maybe Bowling Green. Uh, Birmingham's a little bit further than that, but you never know. Um, and eventually Atlanta. So, you know, th those cities aren't out of the question. Just right now where we are in our growth stage, it doesn't make any sense for us to be to be going too far out of that radius. As far as specific sites go, so if you want to go um, to our website, you can find a list of all of the projects that we've done so far. It's just investwithhamilton.com. Um, you, of course, click the projects button up top. So this, uh, they are in order of most recent acquisitions at the top. So at the very bottom are the earlier projects. So we'll actually go through these today in this order. We'll look at Newell Tower, um, which we bought, um, I guess, two months ago um, in Chattanooga. We'll cover the Provisionary, which is a development that we're doing. So Newell Tower is actually a value-add play. Um, the Provisionary, this is in Dick on Dickerson Pike in Nashville. Uh, we will be uh, doing a new construction development there. Uh, we'll cover the wash, which is also in East Nashville. That is a, um, an adaptive reuse. We'll cover 32 Ton Gallatin, which is a smaller neighborhood retail. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the nice thing about um, what we do as an acquisitions firm is that we'll acquire anything from, you know, 2,156 square feet because it's in our neighborhood. Uh, all the way up to developing 57,000 square feet. And, you know, we're acquiring 330,000 square feet in Madison. So we're, we're willing to go um, any size range as long as it's within our neighborhood. We'll cover 3250 Dickerson Pike, um, which is actually where our offices are. Uh, it was one of the, you know, first office, office buildings I did, I guess. And 4015 Travis Drive, uh, which is the, that was the first syndication I ever did actually. And I know, Andy, are you, you're working on a, a case study of that one, right? Yes, sir. Awesome. So when is that one going to be out? Because I'm sure everybody would love to take a look at that. Yeah, that one's going to be out by the end of this week. Oh, perfect. Okay, well, so um, if you're watching this after we've already recorded it, or if you're listening to this on the podcast, um, go check the show notes or check the uh, links in the description below. Um, as soon as Andy is done with that, I'll get that added in there so that you can actually dive into that as a case study. We'll probably do another video on it uh, as well um, so that you guys can just see what we did with that property. It was a total value add uh, project. I mean, it was completely vacant, needed a lot of work, hadn't been touched since the 80s. So uh, we'll, we'll go over the parcel viewer later um, whenever we get into zoning. So 117 East 7th Street, that's the Newell Tower in Chattanooga. You can see it's right in the middle of the Innovation District. You know, the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga is right over here. Uh, West End and all of the hotels are here. You've got a couple interstate um, drop-offs right here. I mean, it's just it's right in the middle of that district. Uh, we'll go through a couple of photos here of what this property looks like. So it's actually this tower and this little annex building. Um, so this is nine stories. This is three and it's a total of about 41,000 square feet. Hopefully these photos will load. Um, okay, so this is looking to the east. So that's the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga campus. Um, you can see this is the Walker Theater building. We've got a couple of other you know, really cool buildings. I think the Tomorrow building, um, which I believe Gary Vaynerchuk invested in, is like right here. Um, and then, you know, one thing that we really liked about this site is it's right next to all of these government buildings. So you've got a massive parking garage right here. You've got the courthouse. You've got, you know, I don't know what this is. Probably, uh, I mean, they're just more government buildings. It's always nice to be by that, especially when we're looking at doing some sort of retail on the ground floor uh, because it helps sell that to the tenants. Now, this building is completely vacant. So we're actually going through entire, you know, construction renovations on it. Um, you can see there's the interstate exit, so it's not far off the interstate. Um, here's, you know, the West End. Um, you've got a bunch of hotels over here, uh, bank buildings. 
you know, there's there's a lot of new construction going on. We've got a couple of parks nearby, which is always nice. Uh, that's not a must for us, but it certainly doesn't hurt. Let's see what else we got going on. Okay, this is for, this is looking north. So if you look up here, um, you've actually got the aquarium right there, walking bridge. So it's a very highly walkable area. What we love about Chattanooga is it's it's got a this amazing green initiative. I mean, you know, whenever we go up there, I pay by app to park on the street. Um, they've got free buses that are electric. You know, all of that kind of stuff really just adds adds up and makes it a great place to want to invest. So what we're doing with this project, we're actually going to be converting uh, four or five. Is it, is it four or five or five or six of these fours? Yeah, I think five or six now. Yeah, we're actually going to be converting five or six of these fours into multifamily um, from office. We'll keep several fours of office. This will stay office. And then the ground floor here, we're going to put a cafe, so a little coffee shop. We'll have some maker creator space. So, you know, if you've got, um, if you make custom suits or you make custom boots or, you know, something like that, we'll have a space like that for you um, in the back of, uh, right, right next to the cafe. So you can kind of come in. Get a, get a coffee, walk through the maker creator space, and it's actually storefront glass. So you'll be able to see all of the makers um, while they're at work, which is really cool. Um, you know, we haven't really seen anything like that. And then in the basement, we're going to have a speakeasy. So really utilizing everything that we possibly can in this property. It is about as mixed use as it comes. Um, if you have any questions on anything that we're talking about uh, as well, feel free to leave your questions in the live chat. Um, happy to get around to those. So that's, uh, you know, that's really what we're looking at um, on that project. Andy, do you have anything to add about, about Newell Tower or, or Chattanooga? Yeah, I just wanted to say that, I mean, the reason we're looking at Chattanooga is exactly as Tyler outlined. If you just looking at this picture right here, you see how walkable the city is. Everything's very close to each other. And this is something that Chattanooga is really trying to promote this mixed use, having apartments, be next to your office, be next to your stores, be next to the college, be next to entertainment districts like the aquarium, like the riverfront, right? Everything being so close together is really part of our entire company's investment thesis of bringing all these disparate units of apartments and offices and, and retail buildings that used to be spread out you know, over miles and miles and miles of uh, suburbs, right? And, and bringing them together. And we really believe that enhances the quality of life for people living there. It, it improves the businesses living there. They have tenants to, you know, who are ready to use their, their services and facilities. So that's, that's why we love Chattanooga, because they're very forward thinking and trying to promote this type of mixed-use project, especially in the downtown area. I also want to say that we are very excited about doing this Newell Tower project, and we've had a lot of great feedback from the community. So anyone who's out there from Chattanooga who's listening to that, we thank you for all of your support that you guys have been giving us. And we're, I think, Tyler, we would be absolutely excited to do another project similar to what we're doing here with Newell Tower in terms of an adaptive reuse sort of uh, value add play to try to, you know, restore some of these old buildings because this, there's a lot of, there's a lot of old buildings down in Chattanooga that, you know, haven't been touched and need a lot of love. And uh, we would love to be a part of bringing the city back to life and bringing what we believe is a very, you know, useful and great product for the citizens of Chattanooga. Yeah, totally. I mean, that's, that's why we're coming in with such a heavily mixed use property, right? I mean, it's, it's half multifamily, it's 40% office, it's 10% retail. So, I mean, you've got just about everything you could have, uh, in, in one, one building. It's, it actually, it's been a lot of fun. Um, cause you know, it, of course we get great outreach whenever we do projects in Nashville, but we've actually had people reaching out asking us, you know, just people who have driven by saying, Hey, I drove by the property. It was really cool to see it, you know, cause I saw you talk about it in the video and so, you know, if you're in Chattanooga and you're listening and you want to go take a look at the tower, I mean, I'm, I'm letting people in and we're giving tours every time I'm in Chattanooga. 
So if you want to come take a tour of the tower, I'm happy to show you so you can kind of walk through, see what's currently there, and then you can kind of come come see it when it's done. That way you can see the kind of work that we do. So happy to happy to open the doors and, and do that. If you want to take a deeper dive into that project, uh, we actually did our first vlog um, on that property. Uh, if you go to YouTube and just type in, we bought a tower, it kind of goes through, you know, the team and I uh, went out to Chattanooga just to do a site tour. Um, we had a couple of meetings up there and I walk you through what we love about Chattanooga. Um, and you can see some parts of the tower. It's pretty fun. And of course, Andy had a, a viral TikTok um, on it as well. So go follow him on TikTok. Uh, the next one we've got is 1404 Dickerson Pike. This is a new construction development. I mean, it's just a vacant land site. Let me see if I've got any pictures of what the land looks like. I may not. Oh, there we go. Okay, so you can kind of see what it is. It's vacant land. There's a little motel on it. Downtown Nashville is right over here. So, I mean, we're five minutes from downtown and in East Nashville. I mean, it's, it's, it's a phenomenal location. You've got skyline views from all over. So this one uh, was actually inspired by a project out of Huntsville called Stove House. Um, I, I did an hour and a half presentation on this project uh, for uh, our investment group. Um, if you want to take a look at that one, just go to YouTube, type in East Nashville Investment Offering. Um, it's, it's the one uh, it says Investment Offering Commercial Development in East Nashville. So you'll see it there. Uh, I guess it's about an hour long. If you really want to dive deep into it, I mean, we go through the metrics that made this one work as well. So I've actually had a number of you reach out and say, hey, watch the video. It was great to you know kind of see how you guys look at these development projects so that I can bring you something. Um, if you're if you're watching with us live on YouTube or if you're on YouTube, you can kind of see the scrolling pictures of of the different site plans and, and renderings that we had done to do this. The investment thesis on this project is micro units. So the overwhelming majority of units um, on this site are actually under a thousand square feet and it's a 57,000 square foot project. Now we're looking at adding some uh, a multifamily component to it too. So that's not included here. Um, that hasn't been finalized yet. But, you know, most of these, we've got restaurant spaces as small as 450 square feet. They're walk-up counters, very similar to the wash, which we'll talk about here in a minute. All the way up to, you know, we've got, uh, I think retail is, you know, we've got some suites at 750 to 800 square feet. So, all in all, as far as the Nashville average goes, it's really small. I mean, we've got private office spaces to 150 square feet, 150 square feet all the way up to maybe 1,000. So it's, it's very entrepreneurially focused, much more startup driven um, than your typical project. And again, it's heavily mixed use. I think that's one of the key factors that you'll notice is recurring in every single one of our projects. Um, where possible. I mean, there's, I'll show you a couple single tenant deals where we just didn't have that opportunity. Um, or at least one with 32 ten Gallatin, but anywhere that we can get multiple different kinds of uses all for it. I love office space. Office space is not dying. You just got to do it in the right context, right? And so a project like this, where we've got retail and restaurant on the ground floor focused around a central lawn outside uh, it makes sense to have office on the second floor there. So that, uh, you know, again, that's, that's where we're willing to do office space. I think those kinds of units will lease up really well. They're still very high, highly in demand. Um, Andy, you got anything to add? Yeah, Tyler, I'll jump in real quick and just say that Tyler mentioned that we're focusing on micro units here. And in case you guys aren't familiar with us, that's really pretty core to our entire investment development thesis. We really believe that through the creation of well-designed spaces, and that's the key, is that when we're trying to create spaces for people, we want them to be thoughtfully designed. If you're taking a look at these pictures here, we're making sure that you know you have these open courtyards that promote you know outdoor activity, being in the sun, you know interaction with other people. This is the types of things that we're trying to focus on and that we believe that, you know, micro units really can can lend itself to to being a part of that solution uh, because 
you know, instead of having to pay for thousands and thousands of extra square footage that may be dead space or that you may not be using, we're instead allowing entrepreneurs to get in at a much, much cheaper rate and start their business or an office, a lawyer or a realtor, or whoever wants to rent a little office space, you know, to start their business. This is the types of thing we're trying to promote. We're trying to promote entrepreneurship. We're trying to promote sustainability and hopefully promote a, as well affordability for these spaces. Yeah, look, there's plenty of one to five person offices that don't want to work from home and they don't want to sign a traditional office lease. And so it, this is perfectly suited for those tenants. They also don't want to work out of WeWork because it, it doesn't give them that professional uh, you know, look that they really need. Uh, you know, I mean, think about it. If you're trying to raise a Series A of $5 million or $10 million and your investors are walking into a WeWork, they're probably not going to be as secure in the company that you have as they would be if you had your own private office space. So it's just, you know, it, it makes a, a big difference for some people. As far as the location goes, I mean, you can see on the map here, look, we're right outside of downtown. So that's that's one thing that again, will probably be recurring. You know, the project that we're doing in Madison is the furthest one that we've got that's outside of town. It's it's probably 14 minutes outside of downtown. So that's probably one thing to keep in mind. We are big on urban neighborhoods and urban development because we feel that that's where we can have the most positive impact and that's where we love having an impact. So uh, Andy, anything else you want to add to that one before we move on? No, Tyler, I think we covered it. Okay, so this one, this next one is 1101 McKinney Avenue. Uh, this is a car wash that we are converting into micro restaurant spaces. So we've actually got uh, six bays here. Um, number six is going to be a bar, um, and bays five through one are all leased to uh, restaurants. Um, they're all local groups, startups. Again, kind of reiterating what Andy was saying. The amazing thing about this project and the micro units is that we got to focus on the smaller guys, which we will do day in and day out. It's probably an East Nashville thing. We'd rather keep it local um, than do anything national. Um, you know, overview, it's a tiny, tiny site. I mean, we are on a postage stamp. I think this was 0.13 acres. I ended up buying this building next door as well. Um, it, you know, it's, it's 2,200 square feet maybe. So, uh, you know, it probably helped to – tell people what we were paying for these sites too, right? So Newell Tower, that one was 41,000 square feet. We paid 1.8 million for it. This is all public record, so I don't mind sharing it now. Um, the land for the Dickerson Pike project, we paid, um, let's see, we bought it in two tranches. So I think it was a, just under $4 million. It was $1.5 million an acre. So whatever that comes out to be. Um, so, I mean, that's probably a better metric anyways, 1.5 million an acre. Newell Tower was $43 a square foot. You find something that's $43 a square foot, give me a call. I mean, that was basically moving ready. And then 1101 McKinney, we paid $420,000, maybe four fifteen dollars for the lot. So, you know, and, and that, this is obviously basically a full build out. I mean, it's... It's not like we can really come in here and fully reuse the bays. We're reusing the skeleton. So, you know, this one was really cool. It's it's located in a, in a great spot within the neighborhood. Um, you can see it's not too far from where um, I was just showing you Dickerson. Dickerson's right here. So here's, here's 1101 McKinney. Makes it really easy for me. <laughs> I mean, this is a lifestyle business, right? So um, if I want to go check out all my properties, it takes me about, you know, an hour to go look at all of them which is fun. So I'll show you guys some renderings here. So we're turning the outdoor space into, you know, kind of a little patio area where people can hang out. But this is highly, um, highly optimized for to go and delivery. The parking space is on site since it is on a multimodal corridor uh, or we don't have to have any parking. So all the parking spaces are 10 minutes max this is a block away from a brand new Publix. Um, and it's not even a block south of one of the major intersections in East Nashville. You can see cars lined up right next to it because of the traffic. So that's obviously very attractive for us. High visibility, easy accessibility. You know, if, if there's an adapt, a creative adaptive reuse, we're not afraid of it, right? We're turning a car wash into six restaurants. 
I mean, look at, you know, if you go to the website, it, this is on my, um, you actually may not be able to pull this one up because we don't have anything available in it yet. But if you go to tylercobble.com slash 1101-McKinney, and that's K-E-N-N-I-E-Avenue, um, you'll be able to look at this. So we actually have a wait list, which is, which is great. I mean, it's the first time we've actually had a project do that. You got anything else to add on that one? Yeah, just as Tyler said, of course, if you guys can find us another another car wash like this, you know, in the Nashville area especially, please let us know. We'd love to do this again. Just as he said, we have a wait list for this property. And, and really, it's because I think that people realize the value of trying to preserve these old things and make them, you know, into something new. And, and that's really the type of work we want to be doing is providing something of value to the community, turning something that may not be at its best use, an abandoned car wash, right, on Gallatin Pike, or an essentially abandoned office building in downtown Chattanooga. Turn that into something that the community really can rally around and, you know, have a good experience with and in. These are the types of projects we want to be doing. So in terms of other things for the wash, if you guys can find, you know, adaptive reuse sites on fairly trafficked corridors, you know, around Nashville. It doesn't have to be an abandoned car wash. What we're looking to do here is to promote uh, micro kind of delivery focused restaurants. This could be plugged and played into different sites as well. So if you guys find other little buildings that may be able to incorporate this kind of use, we would be, we would love to see that as well. Yep. And one, one thing I'll add too is you're seeing all office and retail. You're seeing some uh, multifamily component to it. You know, one thing that we're not going to show you today is any multifamily projects that we're buying. We do have an offer out right now on a 100 plus unit apartment complex that's uh, value add. Um, so I am interested in that. Those are typically harder to find uh, just because of the nature of how multifamily brokerage and multifamily sales work. Um, so I didn't think it would be appropriate to cover that here. We also don't have any industrial. Um, I don't have any industrial in my portfolio, and we won't have anything industrial that we're going to show you here today. It's not because I'm against industrial by any means. Uh, the, the projects just haven't come along. So if you have a great industrial project, I mean, let's take a look at it. We're just not going to be covering something like that here today. So here's 3210 Gallatin Pike. I mean, you could tell this is a little 2200, 2100 square foot neighborhood market. So it was a little tobacco uh, mart and um, right on a major corridor. So again, 3210 Gallatin Pike, let's show you. It's not too far north of where we just were. So again, you know, I can basically drive up Gallatin and come back down Dickerson and look at all, most of our sites. So one thing that I liked about this is that it was, again, it was so small. These opportunities are very rare in East Nashville. To find a little 2100 square foot standalone building that will almost always lease up right it's neighborhood retail so it's serving the the immediately surrounding area and for a tenant that wants to not deal with neighbors to have the signage to have a standalone location it's it's incredibly ideal we actually had this space leased prior to closing on it it was it was obviously vacant and I put it under contract and went out and found a tenant. It, it really wasn't that hard. So, you know, we'll buy stuff with tenants in it. We'll buy stuff that's completely vacant. Doesn't really matter to me as long as we can see the opportunity there. You know, the amazing thing is about this too is that there's not a whole lot really around it um, other than, so like East Trinity Lane to the south right here, that's a major intersection. But until you get up to, you know, Heart Lane's a, a major intersection, really, but I guess there's not a whole lot going on there. I mean, really, until you get up to, I mean, almost Madison, there's not a whole, I mean, there's no big pockets left, right? Like, there's stuff here and there. I mean, we bought it just because of all of this residential over here. There's so much residential in this area, and this is the only corridor, really, that serves it. So, big fan of Gallatin Pike. Um, let me see I guess I can pull up what, what we're turning that into so you can see what that's going to look like when it's done redoing all the storefront glass 
painting the building white, uh, making some updates. It just looks so much better. So I'm excited to, to get that one open. The tenant's looking to hopefully open up in the next few months. Of course, we have 3250 Dickerson Pike. This is where my offices are. This was a an older office building. It's just off of an interstate interchange. It's actually um, on the northern end of where we're looking to buy on Dickerson Pike. You can see the downtown skyline in the background there. Reason I like this one, uh, it's not necessarily in the best location, but it's probably the second biggest office building in East Nashville. Maybe. I mean, it's it's one of the biggest office buildings in East Nashville. And I knew that if we came in, you're, you're looking at some renderings of what it looks like. Um, we're actually undergoing renovations on the property now. But I knew that if we came in and we made something that pop, um, you know, that popped and grabbed attention, that we could we could make it work. So uh, we're right off the, like I said, we're right off the interstate uh, interchange. And just across the interstate is Tri, uh, TriStar Skyline Medical. So there's a massive uh, hospital. It's one of the biggest in Middle Tennessee, right across, right across the street from us. So I know that that office space will always be at least in somewhat high demand for medical type of businesses. Um, so, you know, that's, that's the kind of tenant that we're targeting there. It's not a medical building, but there are ancillary medical uses that could be uh, placed in a building like this. Uh, if you go to tylercobble.com slash 3250-diggerson-pike, you'll be able to pull this site up and kind of look through it. Again, we'll leave all these links in the description below um, so that you can go check those out. You can see, you know, 3D tours we do. Um, but, you know, we really like to come in to something that is a little bland and really add some color to it to make it hyper unique. I mean, if you look at that there, you're like, okay, cool. It's just an office building. But that right there, that is a sexy office building. It's like, yeah, I want to open up a recording studio in there, you know. And you got anything on that one? Yeah, just following up on that, you know, we're not afraid of these weird projects. We're not afraid of these things that seem difficult. We actually really want to go after that, want to go after making something unique, want to make go after making something pop that stands out because i mean if, if you guys want to be bringing something to us we're not going to be approaching it like every other you know guy with just a bunch of money who's just looking at this in terms of you know raw numbers right obviously numbers have to work we have to be able to get the deal finance we have to be able to give our investors make make them a return and make money ourselves but we also want to be thinking about things like how do we interact with the community? How can we make a cool building? How can we make something that stands out and really, you know, changes the atmosphere of, 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 of the community that we're going in? Yep, that's absolutely right. Okay, the final one, 4013 Travis Drive. This is a 12,000 square foot office building in South Nashville. This is the only one that we've actually really done in Nashville that was outside of uh, downtown um, or really the urban core. You can see kind of how far that is uh, in the opposite direction from where most of our stuff is going on up here. Um, one of the reasons I ended up selling it because I just didn't want to drive all the way down there to deal with it. Uh, but this was a great building. I mean, this was a phenomenal project. We ended up turning it around uh, 14 months ahead of schedule, wait, 20 months ahead of schedule. So, you know, we sold it on a 36-month timeline. Um, we were gone in um, 16. So that was pretty good. Basically, what we did here, there was one giant office upstairs. And on the bottom, uh, we had five offices. So those five offices got renovated. We put single tenants in there. Upstairs, we converted into, uh, I think it was 11 private offices. So like executive office suites. Um, let's see here. Paul is asking what kind of returns are we able to achieve on these projects? Paul's the, not all of these are 506 C, um, syndication investments. So I actually cannot share that. Um, I know that's probably a very frustrating, um, answer. Uh, we're just sharing our buying criteria at the moment. Um, if you want to see, you know, the projections, uh, for the returns that we have on, uh, the provisionary, uh, you can go check that out. Just type in East Nashville investment offering. 
Uh, we actually do go into that. That was a 506C investment offering, so we were able to disclose those numbers. Uh, but I can't do that, unfortunately, in a 506B friends and family offering. Um, so you could see, you know, one thing that I felt um, was missing from this area was higher end, like nice finishes, but not expensive office space. I felt like there was a good entrepreneurial community in this area. And so that's basically what we did. This was actually the first project that I did that made me think, okay, we should stick to micro units because this works. We ended up leasing that project so fast. That's why we sold it because I ended up getting a, you know, told my buddy about it, got an unsolicited off-market offer um, after we had stabilized it. And we said, you know what, we'll go ahead and sell it. Uh, we signed six leases between March and September or October in the middle of COVID in 2020. From March to October, six leases. I didn't sign six leases across the rest of our portfolio. And it was because these were all smaller than anything else. These people, you know, these entrepreneurs wanted to get out of their house. They wanted to go to a place and work. Um, and, you know, they didn't have a giant corporate company telling them they could or couldn't. So, you could see, um, actually, I guess back in this photo, let's see, right here is like the biggest, one of the biggest intersections in Nashville. So we're not far from a good area. You know, Nolensville is right here. It's a major thoroughfare north and south. Um, good parking lot, good bones. I mean, the building was, uh, did, you know, didn't have an elevator, didn't need one because it was two stories. Um and man, I wish, uh, I wish I had pictures pulled up of what it looked like before. Uh, if you go to my Instagram account, you can actually watch a whole highlight that dives into like basically from day one, when we took over the property to month 16, when I sold it, you can actually watch the whole story of how, what it was, all the renovations we did going through lease up, marketing it, everything. If you want to, you can see what this used to look like. I mean, it was an ugly brick building. Uh, my Instagram handle, by the way, is at commercial in Nashville with underscores in between. If you um, aren't following me on Instagram, you can go check that out. Uh, yeah, it was an old, ugly brick building. Hadn't been touched since the 80s. It actually had green carpet, like that plush, thick carpet and green wallpaper. Like, man, I don't know who thought this looked good. But they did, apparently. So we came in. We changed the doors. We, you know, this is before we put handles on the outside. So undergoing renovations here so you can kind of see i mean again it was green carpet green wallpaper we took it to all white led lighting black carpet tile it was a pretty fun project but yeah so that was the first one that we did that actually made me think okay we need to stick with these micro units this is a great great project um okay so now that we've covered a few of the specific projects if you want to look at, at those more uh, just go over to investwithhamilton.com. There's this projects tab up here. We don't do a deep dive into every single one of these projects, but you can get a general sense of what we're looking for. We're, you know, there's a little description of where they are um, and what what's kind of going on. Let's dive into um, the land use tables. So if you're going to be looking for sites, you want to bring us some projects in uh, Nashville or Chattanooga, you got to look at the zoning before you bring it to us because if, if, the, if the zoning doesn't work, I'm probably not going to be interested. We've got plenty of opportunities where I don't have to go through a rezoning. So at the time, for the kinds of projects that we're doing, it may just not make sense. Um, if you're curious about what uh, Nashville zonings are um, and how to, how to figure out what a zoning is or what a zoning means and what it permits, you just type in Nashville zoning table in Google and this little Nashville.gov thing will pop up with the land use tables. So you click on that, and it's it's separated here by all of um, the different types of zonings. I would say we're not interested in agricultural. We're not interested in residential unless, big caveat, um, it is RM20 um, through RM100. That means residential multifamily, 20 units to 100 units per acre. So RM20 to RM100, we would probably be interested in that because that means that I could develop multifamily projects. Um, not interested in an SP, anything in mixed use, very interested in. Mixed use is, uh, I mean, it's very obvious what it is. You do just about anything in there. 
Um, again, if you're going through this table here, you can see P is permitted. PC is permitted with conditions. Um, there's a little table up here. Usually what we go for is just if it's P or PC, that's the easiest thing to look at. Um, you know, everything else, I mean, if it's A accessory to principal use, that would be like, you know, okay, multifamily is accessory to commercial use. You can have some apartment units, but it can't be the main thing. You know, uh, I would just look for P and PC. So likely not going to be interested in any of the office zonings. Um, unless it's maybe OR20 through OR40 um, or ORI. Uh, so OR is office residential. So again, we would probably do a, you know, we could do ground floor office space with multifamily above, or we could do all multifamily. That would be a development probably. Uh, we'll look at anything commercial. So commercial, um, especially if it's core frame, uh, that's basically a downtown zoning. You do basically whatever you want. DTC, there's a, actually a downtown code uh, that covers what you can build uh, within that specific area. Shopping center, we're probably not as excited about. That's actually becoming, that's kind of going by the wayside. I haven't really seen a whole lot of that zoning anymore. Um, and in industrial, you know, I think, I don't know, what are your thoughts, Andy? Will we consider anything that's industrial? Uh, it really would depend on just the location. I mean, there's not a lot of industrial zone things in the locations that we're buying right That's now. Right. Yeah, because we're so close to the urban core. There's just not a lot of industrial because it's not the highest and best use for those areas. So uh, you can go through here on the left-hand side. You've got residential uses, institutional uses. So let's say you found a site that was MUG, right? And you were just curious as to what I could do in it. You would just go down this column and you'd say, okay, well, almost all, uh, you know, multifamily, single family through multifamily is permitted. I mean, you can see all of these, P I mean, it just, it permits just about everything. I mean, almost all medical uses, commercial uses, office uses. And so it'll also go into very, I mean, very specific, you know, if you wanted to do a laundry plant, I mean, you could even do that. Uh, actually, no, you can't. You cannot do a laundry plant in MUGA. But anyway, it'll show you that. Liquor stores, hotel motels, whatever. Um, Andy, do you want to talk about uh, the Chattanooga zoning? Yeah, specifically what we're looking for in the Chattanooga zoning is are things in this downtown area. And when they say downtown, they mean these several different zones of the downtown, downtown core, urban, river, urban edge, all these different ones. They have a specific just like Nashville does a downtown code and you can look it up by searching Chattanooga downtown form-based code. And what we're really specifically interested in is all of the ones that end with CX, especially uh, the mixed use ones. These ones essentially, it's kind of like what you saw with the mixed use properties in Nashville, essentially permits you to do whatever you want. And we really like that because when we're trying to go into a property and put apartments and put stores and put office buildings, put a speakeasy on the bottom. You know, what's funny is if you go look at the Chattanooga downtown form-based code for DCX, which is what our Newell Tower is zoned, it even specifically allows for microbreweries in, uh, as a specific permitted use. Uh, in the in their code they even bothered to write that up. so you know if we wanted to brew some stuff in our speakeasy we could you know that's how how many things we can do with that downtown code so that's that's what we're looking for specifically ones that are cx especially yeah i agree i mean again we want to do stuff that's hyper mixed use where possible and having a zoning that is as flexible as as it can be uh, with respect to that, obviously is going to facilitate that a bit. So, you know, you can kind of see here, these are, these are the kind of projects that you would expect to find uh, within the DCX zoning in Chattanooga. This is what they say are, you know, kind of the model projects. So you see here, you've got ground floor retail and then likely office space or apartments above. And, you know, there's any number of uses that could really go in there. You could do a hotel. I mean, you could convert this into a boutique hotel. I mean, that's the fun thing about working with uh, zoning in Chattanooga is that it really does permit a wide variety of uses. 
Um, and they actually encourage mixed use. I mean, it's, you know, way ahead of, of the curve there. Um, you know, Nashville wasn't really encouraging mixed use until the last 10 years. So it's, it's pretty interesting to see uh, what's going on there. Um, again, we'll, we'll leave links to this uh, in the description below as well. They're probably not in there if you're watching this live. So let's see. Paul is asking another question. Does every city have the zoning table you had up earlier uh, for public viewing? They should, Paul. Um, you know, if you're in Minneapolis and you search, you know, Minneapolis, you know, zoning table, uh, I don't know if it's going to pull anything up, but it should. I mean, every, every city should have a basically a, a zoning code uh, that they put out there because it has to be public. That is a, you know, it's basically what the city is saying, hey, this is what we are governing by. This is what we, you know, they'll, they'll even put out, um, you know, their future vision. I mean, Nashville will put out a, a, you know, 2020 or the next 20 years, here's where we envision these neighborhoods going. And so if it, if it aligns with the neighborhood plan, they may rezone something because they want to see higher density in that area in the future. So there, there's, there's all sorts of things that you can kind of dig into with that. Um, go ahead. Paul, I do want to say as well that it also depends uh, how urban your city is. If you're in a more rural area or looking at a smaller city, something that's not you know as big as a Nashville or even a Chattanooga, uh, some some cities will not have it in as easy and pretty you know a table where everything is you know color coded and, and built out like that. You know you'll have to dig into this crappy 2003 word document that. Uh, is essentially yeah. just uh, just really hard to read and it's not very organized. And sometimes the codes are, they will reference the county level code, if, especially if it's a smaller city and say, we are just applying certain elements of the county code, but some elements of the city code we're going to change. And then you have to read the county's code. So it, it can kind of depend when you're getting out there into not the, uh, the biggest cities. Yep, that's absolutely right. So, yeah, we were talking about that over at lunch today or uh, when we were getting uh, team photos done, which is why Andy and I are so snazzy today. We never wear jackets. Um, but, uh, yeah, okay, so the, that's that's it for Nashville and Chattanooga zoning. Again, uh, if you're watching this after we've recorded live, I will put these in the description below so that you can very easily access them. Uh, now for how to present a deal to us. Uh, the easiest way is to probably reach out to me on Instagram at commercial in Nashville. Uh, that will be in the link below as well. If you go down to, you know, contact me or follow me, whatever, whatever we've got it labeled as, um, or you can send an email to office at invest with Hamilton.com. Uh, that is the best way. Those are the two best ways to contact uh, me and Andy. Uh, there's really three things that we need. We need an address, obviously. We've got to know what's going on. Um, it would help if you can give us a zoning and any general overview. So how, how big is the lot? How big is the building? Um, you know, have, have you spoken with the councilman? Is there any sentiment towards rezoning? Or, or you know, what's kind of the, the general feel? Um, why this fits our criteria? Why do you think that this would be a fit for us? Why would this make sense for us to do as a project? I think that, that that's kind of important. Um, and then the most important thing is a price. Right. And, you know, even if it's just a range, I mean, Andy and I were talking about this before, even if it's just a range. Yeah, they're willing to sell for one point five to one point seven million, I think. Cool. That's great. At least it gives us a number. What I don't want to do is just be like, hey, I've got this lot. I think you guys should buy it. OK, cool. What, how much are you asking or how much are they asking? Well, I don't know. They, they won't give me a price. I mean, that that to me is, is a frustrating seller to work with right off the bat because they want somebody to just come in and appraise their property. And we don't have time to do that. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's probably what Andy and I would need. Other than that, like, you know, we can kind of look at it outside the box. Andy, is there anything you want to add to that? Yeah. Um, it, kind of as Tyler said, you don't have to get all the way to getting an LOI sign or, a, you know, purchase and sale agreement done for us to look at it. Uh, because I'm, I'm happy – to, to work with you in, if, if, if I think it can be on a broad level with the number you give me, you know, a good deal, then we're definitely happy to work with you, sit down, underwrite it and, and try to incorporate you into part of that deal as much as we can for, for you bringing to us. Like we, we yeah. definitely want to be 
actively participating and working with you, especially if you guys bring us something that we can work on. Yeah. And, and another thing I want to add to that, like, yes, I do own a commercial real estate brokerage. I have a commercial real estate license. If you bring me a deal, you will be representing us. Like, I don't need to be involved in that. So, you know, obviously that's one way for you to get compensated. Um, if you don't have a real estate license, we can talk about a wholesaling fee. Um, you know, if, if you want to roll your wholesaling fee in as equity into the project and join us, you're more than welcome to do that too. I mean, I'm, I'm very flexible on how we structure our deals. Um, so as long as it makes sense for us, you know, let's, let's talk about it. Um, Andy, before we wrap it up, I mean, so we've, we've covered the areas, we've covered specific sites that we've done, we've gone through the national and Chattanooga zoning, and we've talked about how to present a deal to us. Is there anything else that you want to leave for everybody before we sign off for the night? Yeah, Tyler, just to reiterate kind of everything that we've been saying today, we're very excited to be working in the Nashville markets and the Chattanooga markets. We want to be creating cool projects that are engaging with the community, especially with a focus on micro units, redevelopment, and ground up development, adaptive reuse, all of these sort of projects that other people might not want to be tackling. You know, we want to be part of kind of a a newer vision for commercial real estate and that's one that's promoting sustainability and walkability and entrepreneurship, right? These are the types of projects that we are excited to work in and we are excited to work with all of you as well. You know, bring us a deal and we are happy, happy to get it done. I think you guys are seeing already, I mean, Tyler and I are very, very open in trying to share as much as we possibly can without, you know, completely <laughs> exposing, uh, you know, the stuff that we have to, you know, keep our investors identities private, you know, stuff like that. That's right. But yep. everything, everything else that we can share with you guys, we try to be out there, we try to be engaging and we're, we're trying, we're really trying to help and engage with you all. So bring us something cool to work on and let's get to work. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Andy, you're right. It's, it's an abundance mindset, right? There's enough deals out there. What's I'd rather do more deals with more people than do fewer deals, deals by ourselves. Um, so Definitely something to keep in mind. Well, I appreciate everybody for joining in today on and listening to our buying criteria. If you have any deals, again, please DM me on Instagram at commercial in Nashville or shoot us an email at office at investwithhamilton.com. And we will uh, hopefully talk to you soon. Take care.